0: Let's talk about debt, maybe. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. Well, we are back with the Life After Debt podcast, and our backdrop's a little different because we get to do it in the comfort of our own home.
1: This is wonderful. (laughs)
0: No, we have missed you guys. And honestly, it's been a nice little break for us to go away, do some brainstorming and mapping out of everything and all the content we're going to bring to you. But we are excited to be back. And I know in the last three weeks, we've had so many conversations with people. I know I have, Mm -hmm. where it's planted seeds as to what we're supposed to be talking about. And I know a common theme, which I can't even believe I'm saying this. Mm Is that Americans and specifically spouses, I would say, spouses, significant others, this whole financial picture is like a big secret.
1: Mm. yeah, yeah, the um, it's amazing how many people uh, we've been uh, talking to and really um, counseling and just uh, you know having conversations with one spouse and not the other. And the other spouse doesn't know a thing about the financial situation they're in and the debt that they're carrying. And um, we always talk to each other after the calls and say, you know, oh, my gosh, like, you know, uh, is this a common theme? Because we've we've really always been an open book about our, Mm -hmm. um, you know, financial decisions.
0: Yeah. Even though our situation is probably a little bit different. What I found startling is even after we've had these calls with couples, we did some research and found out 42% of couples keep secrets around finances.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. I remember we had a call last week just as a an antidote mm-hmm. where the gentleman called in and he was told us and then he, he was having a conversation about the day. He's like, hold on, hold on. I can't talk right now. Hold on. Hold on. And um, he's like, can you wait a minute? And then comes back on the line and says, you know, uh, yeah, my wife doesn't know about any of these credit cards. And um, he's like, so I can't get any mail to the house. I can't have any calls to the house. I can't get any emails like this just has to be total clandestine clandestine solution here for the debt. And we're like, uh, how are we supposed to function around, you know, that, uh, that situation? Um, I know you had another one. Yeah. And even with, with that woman. situation
0: with the guy, you could hear the stress of the secret, the not weight. the debt, the secret, yeah, the weight of that, that he carried it, it overpowered what the debt was. Mm-hmm. And so you know, and I've talked to several women who have gotten married and they did not disclose to their spouses prior to getting married that they had debt. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like this would be a great topic for us to touch on because I know talking about money is not easy for any couple to do. And even in our situation, we've kind of had a unique dynamic because we both were owners in a business um, mm-hmm. separately. So while we had our funds, you know, commingled, Mm -hmm. We also had funds to where we really didn't have to discuss
1: what we spent to each other,
0: which we kind of had an unspoken, which
1: wasn't really such a good idea. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, we've been through lots of iterations of personal finance where everything was joint. Um, And then we've had some things where I had, I had um, my side of the ledger and Amber had her side of the ledger. And um, you know, I think we've come full circle to where, I think the healthiest my personal mm-hmm. opinion, my the healthiest household um, you know is a it is a shared uh, a shared blessing and a shared burden because from time to time there's financial burdens and then there's financial blessings and it's good to to for both to know everything that's going on and um, that's to me the the healthiest scenario mm-hmm. um, but it is shocking. a lot of the people we've talked to. How many people bring debt into the relationship and, uh, and, and don't disclose it in, in a new relationship? And, you know, Amber and I have always said, I mean, what a way, what a cornerstone to establish your marriage on uh, on secrets and in uh, shame and guilt uh, because we don't hear a lot of people laughing about it. Um, it's not like they think it's funny. No, it's almost a fear. It's an underlying fear that I've got to deal with
0: this before he finds out or before she finds out, mm-hmm. or it's this fear that they're going to get left. Or if they, if they knew they wouldn't have married me. Right. You I know, think, I think
1: that's where it lives. But it? I
0: actually think it's a lie.
1: It is a lie. Yeah. I mean, it is a lie and it's intended to divide. And, you know, we know that the majority of, of marriages that end in divorce, um, end in divorce because of financial Problems and financial stress and strain, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, for this to be the starting point of a relationship uh, is is uh, just—it's not the way it's supposed to be. So I think it's um, fascinating how you have counseled a couple of um, a couple of our our clients Mm -hmm. on what you what's your guidance what what was your guidance around this when you've talked to you know, a, a woman that just got married and it's tell, tell story yeah. the story of one of the first ones.
0: So when I first started doing this, I never even imagined I'd get a call like this, that a woman's like, listen, I've just been married. Um, my spouse has no idea I have this debt, but I really would love for you to help me deal with it, get me out of it. And I just listened to her, but I, I stopped her and I said, ma'am, I I'm happy to help you. And I would love to see you exit this and flip your script. But what I would love even more is to save your marriage before you lose it. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was startled by that. But what I meant was, if this is how you go into a marriage and start it, the debt's the least of your worries, mm-hmm. right? Because the whole foundation of your marriage is based on a, what I call a dirty little secret. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that underlying thing, which we know what yeah. those do. Um, they mm-hmm. fester and they grow. And if, if, You know, it's just a matter of time. And so I said, you know, first tell your spouse. And then when you tell your spouse, call me back and I'm Mm -hmm. happy to help you with the debt. And I think it's because our hearts are more about helping the overall family unit and the relationship than it is to take care of the finances. Yeah, that's
1: good. So
0: I, you know, one of the things I looked up because I was even curious after a few of these calls is why do people do this? Mm -hmm. And, the research shows that 37 percent of individuals do this because they want to feel financially independent and I think it's more of and I can speak for my own self because when I met you you know I was had my own home and I, I was late on my mortgage do you remember this mm-hmm. And literally I met and I was like, I have to close this deal because I'm like a month behind on my mortgage. If I don't close this deal, I don't, don't even know I'm going to Mortgage
1: refinance probably.
0: Right. Like I, I was freaking out, because, but that's just the way I lived. I was a single mom. And, and so I met you and then it was just like, well, well no, let's just get it paid. And it's like, no, 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 no. I got to be independent here. I got to take care of this myself. This is my house, my responsibility. And it was almost like you extended this olive branch of like, no, I mean, I I can totally help you. And I think that's the thing. Like if 37% of Americans crave this independence, it's almost to a Mm fault. They don't want to ask for help or share when they actually would need something, even though their partner or significant other would help. Mm -hmm. It's more of like this ego. Right. Which no yeah, surprise
1: that. And, and I think another side of it, too, and I think this will speak to um, some people that are going to be listening that are in this situation. And so um, we're not making light of it at all. And um, and or, you know, um, we know this is this is real. Mm-hmm. And this is really this is a heavy burden that you're carrying. Um, and um, I think a big part of it is embarrassment, too. Um, I think a big part of it is um, just uh, embarrassment from, for one side of the relationship that they felt like, how did I get here? I shouldn't be in the situation. And, um, you know, the problem though, the problem with secrets is that they, they, they corrode they're, they're, they're like a rust, um, you know, in the, in the, uh, in whatever relationship they're in it's, it's, it's a rust. It, it literally starts to corrode. And the problem is then we can start believing lies like, well, you're already keeping that secret. So what's another Mm -hmm. secret? So now the next thing comes along the next temptation, the next whatever. And when, when you're already living under the, um, the banner of a secret and a, and, or a half truth, um, then the next secret is just that much easier to take the bait um take the bait on and i think that's like one of the biggest risks mm-hmm. of keeping secrets in the ether of of a relationship so um yeah it's it's real and um we all we do encourage our uh, folks we're talking to like hey this this head of the snake needs to be cut off like immediately and um you know in order to in order to really kind of clean up the space so we can move forward. And it's referred to as financial infidelity. That's Mm. that's what
0: they actually refer to it too. It's no different. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, once you do it once, it gets easier and easier. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's a common theme, but the other piece of the puzzle is too. And the other thing I want to touch on is that there are a lot of relationships out there, men and women where the the man is the breadwinner Mm. and the wife pays the bills. Mm -hmm. And so there's still this disconnect of like, you're making the money. You're thinking I'm paying all the bills and Mm. trusting me with it. I'm really not, but I'm not telling you. Mm -hmm. And so here I am. I have $90,000 in credit card debt. Mm -hmm. You don't know about it. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking I was paying the bills. Thinking
1: everything's paid and on time. And yeah, that that's actually a good point. I I'm I am kind of surprised sometimes of how many men really don't have a clue what's going on mm-hmm. um, with the bill side of the equation, and um I, and I I can see why. I mean, uh, someone that's grinding and you know putting forty, fifty, sixty hours a week in, and it's like, look you just pay the bills. Like, I don't even want to hear about it. And, um, you know, I can understand that kind of little bit of an ostrich perspective on the bills. Like I want to make the money. I don't want to deal with all the noise, but, um, you know, there's got to be a better way than just a hundred percent disconnected, you know, um, any corporation that's healthy has quarterly meetings mm-hmm. and, um, you know, in order for the board of directors to sit down, um, and dig through the financials, see what's going on, um, making sure we're on track. What areas look like they could be trouble? Let's bubble those up. And um, why shouldn't a household be the same, you know? And um, and it's it needs it needs to be something you can you can make fun because otherwise this quarterly meeting can turn into a quarterly World War III, you know. Um, so you, I think that being able to sit down um, and say, okay. No matter what happens, we're on the same team. Um, we're both in this to win this, uh, and um, this is our our house. We're taking care of, and start from there, and then just let let it fly. You know, just let it fly. I actually have
0: three tips I want to leave people today yes. to put a process in place so that you never find yourself where we're seeing some of these individuals at, which is just shame and guilt of mm-hmm. the secret, right? Mm-hmm. And the first one is, and I believe this can be used in every area of your life is open and honest communication. Mm -hmm. I think it's the hardest thing and the easiest thing all in the same breath, because Mm -hmm. I believe that a lot of it comes out of our own fear of response from the other person. But if we can create a space and we can be committed for our spouses to create a space for open and honest communication, like that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is I I know you're going to remember this Seinfeld episode, mm-hmm. the airing of the grievances, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was almost like, this is what this day is. Mm-hmm. Let's get it all out. Best mm-hmm. of us
1: for the rest of us.
0: That's right. You can say whatever you want and yeah. I'm not going to get upset or mad. Mm-hmm. And I think every household needs one of those to hit the ground zero again, mm-hmm. right? To get back to a place to where everything's out on the table, but the other person cannot react to it. And so you have to make a pact, like literally tell your spouse or significant other, babe, we've got to sit down. I want to hit the reset button, which we talk about a lot in finances mm-hmm. is hitting the reset button. But most importantly, I want to take an hour to where you and I can just get everything in our heads and our brains and our hearts and our minds, everything on the table of anything that we've been holding back around our finances so that we can set the trajectory forward to look very
1: different than what it is now. hmm Right. Yeah, that's good, and you know, I think that we always play the tape in our head of worst case scenario a hundred times worse than what it ever ends up being. You know, um, most of most of the fears that I've had in my life, ninety nine percent of the fears I've had in my life have never come to be. And the reason I'm saying that is that when this truth is exposed. I think that there'll always be a pleasant surprise about how easily resolvable it is. And um, the reaction from the spouse is probably not what you anticipate it being. And, you know, God put a husband and wife together for the purpose of uh, being a helpmate. You know, we're in this together. And anybody that would leave over a credit card that they didn't know about, then there's a fundamental issue in the marriage beyond just finances, and so I I really believe that um, you know if I heard that I'd be like, all right, like let's sort this out, let's tackle it. If Amber came to me and said I have this debt and I never told you about it, um, you know, my first flare I'd be like, why? You know, I'd probably want to know why, wouldn't why, you tell me? Why, like- why wouldn't you want to tell me oh. that? Like, why wouldn't you want to tell me that? You know, this is something we can attack together. We can work on this. Like, this is not healthy. This shouldn't be here. This should not be in our financial house. It should not be in the middle of our marriage. And so like, let's kick this debt's butt. Let's figure out a solution. And let's move forward. And, um, you know, I think that that's what I'm saying is I think the response is probably Never going to be as bad as we make it in our head um, out of, you know, how we make it out in our head that it's going to be.
0: So that's the second point, which is just having that airing of the grievances hit the reset button meeting. And the third point, I think, to what you said, which is in any corporation, they have quarterly meetings. Mm -hmm. I think there has to be a very strict schedule of making time for you and your spouse to sit down together and go through the bills Mm -hmm. and talk about your financial goals and setbacks and put everything on the table. Mm -hmm. I don't think that any one person, you know, if you and I were operating in a bubble and I was doing my own thing with my money and you were doing your own thing with your money, there's no way we would be where we are today.
1: No, I mean, we, it, there has to be collaboration, you know, because the, the, the objectives uh, have to be in alignment. You know, what are our financial goals? What are we trying to do? How much debt should we be carrying? What kind of debt should we be carrying? Um, you know, I I don't want to make all those decisions on my own. Amber doesn't want to make all those decisions on her own. You know, I, um, I believe I probably could make all those decisions on my own, but I know the decisions I make financially are better when um, I, I'm collaborating with Amber. And I think she feels the same way. Um, when we're in a spirit of collaboration, we're better. Mm-hmm. And we've we've done it the other way, where we kind of operate like two separate entities, and um, it's really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's not the way it's supposed to be. And um, you know, it had I guess it had some benefits, but the amount of negatives that were associated with it uh, far outweighed the any benefits associated with kind of having our uh, separate financial houses. So. Um, we've been there, done that. And a lot of things we share on this show, you know, we're, we're not saying you shouldn't do that. Don't be, we're saying, Hey, we've tried a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. We've tried a lot of different iterations of what, um, uh, finances look like, and we've been down a lot of roads. So, um, our, our goal is that we're always speaking from a place of experience, Mm -hmm. right? Wrapped in a spiritual wrapper, um, of like, Hey, this is what happened to us. Um, this is what, you know we, we feel like is a better way to go about doing it. So, um, yeah, it's been, um, it's been very interesting. I'm really glad that we're able to talk about this subject because, um, it seems to be a common theme out there. It is a common theme.
0: And, you know, I'm so glad that we've hopefully given some tools for other people to take in their home Mm -hmm. and have these conversations because I'm telling you guys, after you have the conversation, It's going to open up this whole new world. Then you can call us. We'll help you with your debt. Yeah. We'll help get you on the right path. But that first conversation that you can sit down with your spouse and just basically vomit all the stuff that you've been keeping a secret. Mm -hmm. It's
1: the most freeing moment of your life. Yeah. I mean, to be in financial distress is already a form of slavery, uh, financial shackles. And to have this layered on top of it is just another uh, form of mental slavery. So, um, you know, we encourage you, we want to be, we want to be chain breakers. And the reality is that, um, this is, we are encouraging you break the chains, break the chains of secrecy, Cast off the spirit of secrecy. It has no place in your home. It has no place in the middle of your marriage. It has no place in the middle of your family. It doesn't belong there. And we bind it and we cast it out. And the, you have the authority over that. So um, that's the great news. We're not, we are, uh, we have the authority over, um, you know, breaking breaking those chains. So that's the, uh, that's the encouragement today is that's really the first step because once the chains are broke, now you can come into um, a collaboration and alignment about what's our next step forward so we can get our financial So we can flip order. our script. Yeah, flip the script. Now that we've laid that
0: out, I want to tell you what I think is the biggest driver of that behavior. Hmm. What
1: do you think? Mm, of what behavior?
0: Of just keeping secrets around
1: money. Uh, I mean, it's fear. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's but fear, but it's, I think it's fear more of like, if I I'm, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We've seen that with couples that we know and mm-hmm. individuals. And I know sometimes even in my own household, like it's almost this fear of spending the money if you're not the maker of it. Right. Or if you're given
1: an allowance, which I hate that word. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just, it's just uh you know, sometimes things happen and just spirals out of control and it happens faster than people think it's going to happen. You know, a um, little extra spending here and there that maybe I didn't tell hubby about, or maybe I didn't tell wifey about. And next thing I know, I uh, got in a little too deep and I wasn't able to pay this bill or now I'm missing on this bill. Um, and and it's just like quicksand, you know, and and I think most of the time it is truly um, a, a, a an innocent mistake. It was maybe we don't realize how quickly things can spiral out of control. You know, so the question for me isn't so much how we got here. Um, That's less important. My uncle Harold used to say to me all the time, it's not so important what you do. What's most important is what you do next. And, um, you know, I think this it's apropos here. Uh, It's not so important how we got here, although it is important to know how so we don't repeat it. It's, um, it's, it's most important though, what you do next, you know, what's the next step beyond the fear, beyond the, you know, um, shame and guilt. And then once they have those conversations, they'll be able to map out for future
0: planning Mm -hmm. and setting aside how much spendable Mm -hmm. money there is doing budgeting, right. Mm-hmm. No, I don't really like that word budget. If you could use <laughs> something else. Yeah, but well, whatever. You, you, can, you can create your own boundaries in those meetings too. So that mm-hmm. way, there is no, you know, this is your allowance for the month. Like, I, I just think there's such better terminology for a spouse than that. And so I think that if you can sit down and agree and be open and have open and honest communication about the finances, clean everything up in the airing of the grievances conversation, then at that point, I think you're both going to feel a little more trusting of the other person in relations to your money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I agree. All right. So do you have any secrets that you want to tell me of, of what you've spent Mm -hmm. things on? No,
1: uh, I am shopping for a boat though, but I think you've caught me doing that a couple of times, but, uh, shopping isn't buying. So I'm, uh, I'm being patient. I'm without a boat for the first time in 20 years. You're kind of dropping hints, though. uh, Well, I'm getting a little... Because you're showing me pictures. I am. I'm getting a little... uh, I'm feeling a little disconnected from the water. And like I said, I haven't not had a boat for about 20 years. And uh, it's it's, uh, getting tough. So uh, I've been looking. We all know what boat stands for. (laughs) Yeah, break Break out out another another thousand. thousand. Yes. They're worth it sometimes. Yeah. Well... They're worth it when you're out there on the sandbar and you're enjoying the uh, the sun, the Sunday fun day. Uh It's worth it then. Yeah. So, well, I know that this
0: will go a long way in some, some families somewhere. And I know with all the conversations that we have, I hope that some of the listeners just take heed Mm -hmm. um, because it will, we care more about your relationships than we do your finances, if we're Mm -hmm. being honest. And we know this is, one of the most crippling things that costs so many individuals, not financially, but relationally. Mm-hmm. So look at your financial situation. And if you are the one paying the bills as the wife and your husband has no idea, or you feel like, and I hear this a lot, of men in over my head, sit down and talk about it or call us yeah. with your book spouse. Book a clarity call. Yeah, book a clarity call for the two of you to come on there together. Um, we are certainly happy to speak to the two of you and help to give you some direction mm-hmm. around how to move forward so you don't repeat the cycle. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's so important in this day and age. The enemy wants nothing more than to continue to separate, still kill and destroy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so your finances are probably one of the biggest areas that he can succeed in that if you let him in.
1: Yeah. And man, if you're the one paying the bills um, and you're the one handling the books and you, uh, you have things you haven't told, you're wife, um, you know, man up and do what has to be done. That's what it's about, you know, um, and uh, you're the head of the household um, and I can promise you that um, it won't be as bad as you think it'll be, um, you know, uh, a man and a woman, a husband and a wife coming into union together on any uh, any subject or any challenge is a very powerful force. I mean a very powerful force to be reckoned with. And when we're not in alignment, um the, the division is a very powerful force to be able to cripple us from the inside. So a house divided on itself cannot stand. So uh this is a form of division and um so we have to we have to eradicate it and um you can do it. I have faith.
0: Well, I think that we have come to the end of another episode. It is nice to be back. And thanks for coming on again yeah, today with me. I love it. Uh, so until next week, if you need anything in between, please don't hesitate, reduce my com, book a clarity call with us, and we will be happy to speak with you and help to guide and direct you. Right now, our country is in more debt than I could even speak of. Yeah. So you're not alone. Like this is a common theme. So do not hesitate and reach out and ask for help. It's the hardest part, but it's the biggest part. So you can do it. All right. See ya.